Welcome to Aliyah Yomi. Today we're going to be learning together Ha'azino Rishon, the first Aliyah in Parsha Ha'azino. Our Aliyah is a short one. The whole Parsha as a whole is only 52 psukim. Our Aliyah is comprised of five psukim. Our general Aliyah is the introduction to the song, which is the witness which Moshe Rabbeinu has been talking about in the last Parsha. Let's take a look at the basic summary of it, and it's obviously very poetic, so translation or summary does not really do it justice, but it's just a general overview of the content of what's in the Aliyah, and then a few points to ponder. Moshe calls upon the heavens and the earth to hear him, and he describes how his words, the words of Hashem, are like rain and dew upon the foliage. He calls out to Hashem, and asking everybody else to give praise to Hashem upon hearing it. He calls Hashem the rock, the perfect and the just one, that therefore any imperfection is to be found is in his children, a bent generation. Can really any injustice be attributed to Hashem? If it must be so, it must be to the ignorant nation. He is your father and your creator. So there's a lot to be talked about in this Aliyah. Some basic points to ponder. Number one is, is that we did talk about prior in the previous parashiyas, the notion of the heavens and earth bearing testimony. It was the end of parashas Vayelech and the end of parashas him where the heavens and earth are called to bear witness. And we talked about the notion of the, the importance of them being both the witnesses who are um, outlasting human life and at the same time also being the bearers of the justice itself um, to bring the punishment and the reward. But what's unique to Aralia, many other things to talk about, is the structure of the parasha. You'll notice that most of the parasha up to the very end are in two columns. The parasha is structured in a song-like structure, so if you look at it in the Torah itself, it's two columns. So there's a gap in the middle of every line. We'll see that at the beginning of the parasha, the psukim begin in the beginning of the line, and the second, latter half of the Aliyah is actually the psukim begin in the middle of the line. So why the structure? So it's important in song structure that there is space. And the space is partly reflective, but it's also partly conveying the message. It's not just prose. It's not just ideas written in ink. There's the idea of what surrounds in the reflection, the ideas, the harmonies, the silences, the negative space, which creates the idea of what Hashem's trying to convey. Sometimes we confine what Hashem wants to be into a book of law, and therefore it's just this and not that. And yes, there is true, it is true that there has to be law and there has to be parameters. And in a certain sense, sometimes we limit it very much just to those words. And a song is trying to convey much more than that. Now, in the second passage, we talk about how Torah is likened to revivim aledesha, this rain, this dew upon foliage. Why is that the apt example, metaphor for Torah and the Word of God? So it's interesting to note that um, this relates to a very important idea. And that is sometimes you'll see people who are steeped in Torah who are not acting in a way which is reflective of the Torah value system as well. Um, and they'll do things which one would wonder, is that what a Torah sage should be doing? Is this what something that a Torah personality should be espousing? And the answer is sometimes, and of course we have to see the fuller context because so, so much time today with social media and slants and bends and, and perspectives, we don't really hear the full story of what's going on. But if in fact um, one sees this kind of thing, it's important to remember the following. And that is, is that Torah is like the life-sustaining force in the world, water, which all life needs. But the truth is, is that water actually um, will nourish whatever it is that it lands on and grow whatever is planted there. And therefore, if weeds are planted there, it'll cultivate those weeds. So it's important to realize that one may learn a lot of Torah, but the, the, if what the seeds that are lying there in the ground are negative, the Torah will substantiate those seeds and make those terrible seeds grow. One needs to fix one's character before Derech Eretz Kadmala Torah in order for the Torah to, do, to make its effect and not corroborate corruption. Now, 
let's move on to the 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 psukim towards the end of the aliyah where it says kishem hashem ekra when I call out the name of Hashem, bring give greatness to Hashem. What does this mean? So it's interesting that in um, in a halachic history, this this statement has had much import. So as an example, the Gemara in Yomad on Daf and tells us this is the source that when in the base of Migdash, the name, the explicit name of Hashem would be mentioned. So in Yom Kippur, everybody would respond Baruch Hashem Kavod Malchus Instead of saying Amen, they would say that phrase, and that's why on Yom Kippur we prostrate ourselves at that moment because that's when the Kohen Gadol would say the name of Hashem in the video on the different Korbanos, and people would prostrate themselves. That's where we say Baruch Hashem Kavod Malchus Another application is, and the, is that the Shoah Sarosh actually points out, and that's why we say Baruch Hu Baruch Shemoy when we hear Hashem's name in davening, when it's a bracha that we're not trying to be Yotza ourselves. That's what Paschal as well. Learn from this Pasuk. Another thing we can also learn from this um, is the idea that um, the, the notion of what's called Birkasa Torah, that we say a bracha before we learn Torah every day. tells us we learned it from this Pasuk as well. Well, how does that work into the words? When I call out the name of Hashem, the Ramban explains in his introduction to the Torah that the whole world, the whole Torah itself is really a long string, a long algorithm of the names of Hashem, and it's broken up into spaces which make it into words. But really, it's actually just an algorithm of a complex system of Hashem's names. So when I say those names, when I say that system, however, God will allocate, I need to give greatness to Hashem, which means to say I need to say the Brach of the Torah. The Gemara also learns this in Brachos and Memhe and that this is also the source for Zimun that we were before about a bench, that we do a Zimun which one person blesses for everybody else as well. So there's really a lot that is learned out of this, uh, this incredible Pasuk over here. And in fact, um, the Gemara as well learns out that um, and the Balatorium quotes, uh, quotes the Gemara that if you put the two Pasukim together, Kishem Hashem Ekra, the next Pasuk, which is Hatsur Tomim Paloi, that a person is supposed to say Baruch Dayana Emes, the when he hears very negative tidings as well. Um, another possibility is, um, which could be over here, as, as Rashbam says, is that when it's seeing Hashem in history, it's being able to, when one wants to know where does one see with God, one of the answers is we see God in history. In the words of Anakaranina, she says, the, or the her Tolstoy says, He whom neither slaughter nor torture of thousands of years could destroy, he whom neither fire nor sword nor inquisition was able to wipe off the face of the earth, he who was the first to produce the oracles of God, he who has been for so long guardian of the prophecy, who has transmitted to the rest of the world, such a nation cannot be destroyed. The Jew is as everlasting as eternity itself. Where do you see Hashem? You see Hashem in the history which he has led. And that's the word to be learned from this Pasuk, as the, as the Rashbam says, is that Kishem Hashem when I see the word of Hashem throughout the experiences of Jewish history, that's when I should give greatness to Hashem, not just reading the newspaper and throwing it out. Um, it is interesting to note the, 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 that Hashem in this Aliyah is called Tzur. Tzur literally means a rock. It's interesting that in the actually the Declaration of Independence in Israel, there was a discussion as to whether Hashem's name should be there or not. And there was a debate between the religious and the anti-religious. And ultimately, the compromise was made to put Tzur, Tzur Yisrael, the rock of Israel, which is sounds like might from the irreligious perspective, it really refers to Hashem. Why is this the name of Hashem here? Rav Hirsch points out that Hashem's idea is immutable. Hashem has a, a vision of history, and that's immutable and never change. And that means that Israel is part of that, but part of that means to say in the way that he views us, which is following his word. That's immutable. That's our destiny. We have to work out how to get to our destiny. And that's what's been described in Hashem, the unchanging.
the the the, the goes on to say, it's not an empty thing from you. What does that mean? So Medrash says, don't think that if you see something which to you cannot understand, you can't swallow in Torah, that it, there, it is a problem with the Torah because Mikem, it is from you. If there's a problem, if there's a hole in the logic, and so the hole of the logic is you. Have a little bit of patience. Take a, take a number of years, maybe decades, maybe a lifetime, maybe more. Just understand what doesn't make sense to you. And this actually is one of my favorite gematrias of all time. Rabbeinu Paltiel points out that the word for kilodavarekum, the gematria of that is the word gematriois, meaning you hear a gematria and you don't know what it means, you don't understand what it is, well, understand that not even those are empty as well. Um, and the Balaturim points out that the, there is tagin alakuf, that means to say that the word rake, there's crowns upon the kuf in the actual written script of the Torah to tell you that even the crowns of the Torah are worth considering and worth understanding and not dismissing offhand. So there's a lot we talked about in this particular um, aliyah, the aliyah generally introducing the idea of the immutability, the longevity, the eternality of Torah and God, and therefore this lays the stage for the rest of the song. With this we close. In the meantime, have a wonderful and meaningful